Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city, uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digital. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. It's on days like this that I appreciate working in the toy department of life. Wow. Welcome, everybody. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, trusted by 630Chad. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and much more. Digitex.ca. Bob Stoffer with you. Mark Spector will be joining us. On Oilers Now in studio, Stoffer Inspector for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta that just wrapped up uh, the Canadian Derby at Northlands, and now it gets bigger and better moving forward. Lots of information coming up on that front. Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women that work in the Alberta horse racing industry. Spec from uh, 1235 to 105, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. His record, 119 and 19. The same record that Nick Saban had going into last year. 
Nick Saban made $11 million as head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, who, by the way, Saturday night on ABC, take on Louisville without Lamar Jackson, who many of you know would be drafted in the first round by the Baltimore Ravens. But uh, anyways, Ian Herbers back as head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. He spent three years as his assistant with the Edmonton Oilers. The Bears are the reigning national champions, and the uh, championship this year will be out in Lethbridge. They did win a national title. The only other Canada West school, by the way, to have won a uh, national championship in a long, long time. Like 35 years, dating back to when Saskatchewan won in 1983. The coach at Lethbridge, Mike Babcock in 1994. In a piece that was brilliantly written by Alex Pruitt on ESPN, Babcock called it the greatest coaching job of his career. And you know what? I had that conversation with Mike uh, during the course of the Holika Gretzky Cup. I went over to an establishment downtown, which uh, shall remain nameless, Bob 1905, and uh, hooked up with Dan Baker, who was Bab's star player with Red Deer College, along with Garth Remack. And uh, we had this uh, extended conversation about uh, that accomplishment that year. But Ian Herbers uh, will join us after Speck is in studio as well. This is obviously a very, uh, you know, this show is called Oilers now. So for those of you that are affected with the news today on Kinder Morgan, um, in, in involved in that industry, my heart goes out to you. Let's hope at some point a compromise is reached down the road. And uh, we have an amazing country. We have a real interesting country where we import oil from the Middle East and Venezuela, where we have transfer payments, where one province gets $10 billion a year. I never thought in my lifetime that it could be possible down the road that Quebec taxpayers would indirectly funnel money back to Alberta. Who would have thought that would have been possible? I'm only kind of joking with you. Anyhow, uh, yeah, anybody that's affected by it, hey feeling for you uh, today. But again, it's on days like this that uh, you appreciate the privilege of working in sport and being around teams and even coming off a tough year, and we all know it was a tough year uh, for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. But at this time of year, as we're closing into the last week of August, hopes spring eternal. Okay? And tomorrow in studio will be the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Jay Woodcroft, in a uh, new role. After spending the last three seasons as basically the associate coach with Todd McClellan, players will basically be rolling into town Tuesday, Wednesday after the Labor Day weekend. We will not have a show, by the way, on Labor Day Monday as the Eskimos and the Calgary Stampeders get at it at uh, 1 o'clock. That's the kickoff. So I guess in the pregame would be... Is that 11.30 pregame here on 6.30, Chet? I'm getting the thumbs up there. There we go. So Morley, uh, Scott, uh, Dave Campbell, Blake Dermott, cast of thousands will be uh, working on that one for you. Big home-and-home uh, home with the Eskimos. Six and four probably should be, in my opinion, uh, at least eight and two based on the schedule. But uh, we'll wait and see uh, how that goes. Uh, and it is uh, a, a the start of the NCAA football season this weekend. For many of you that are uh, NFL fantasy football junkies, your drafts are this weekend. I know I've been in one with the uh, boys from Sports Scene now since 1995. That's right, since 1995. We actually met watching the 95 Labor Day Classic when I was barting in at Moe's Sports Parlor. And you know what? As I recall then, there was always concerns about... 
the economics in the province of Alberta. So we'll see how things uh, move uh, taken forward. But for those of you that maybe need to decompress and get a break away, and there's surely some of you frustrated by what's transpired, others probably are happy, I would guess. Though I would hazard an opinion that there would probably be more people a little bit nervous as this continues and are concerned about exploration in the province of Alberta and that sort of thing. Uh, We'll hit a lot on hockey with spec uh, coming up at uh, 1235. Brad Whisker is here as well. He'll have an abbreviated, very abbreviated uh, perspective uh, coming up on NHL today because there's not a lot of news. But we are going to bring Brad in at this time as a Ottawa boy. As an Ottawa boy. See, I grew up, and and, uh, full disclosure here, my father, who's long since passed, he was a teacher. And he became more left of center over time. But he never trusted the Trudeaus. This is the upbringing that I had as an Albertan in the 1970s. And uh, at that time, I I listened a lot to CJCA, to Bill and Bill, to Brian Hall uh, as a kid. And and maybe was a little bit more attuned than most of the other kids that I went to school with out in the county of Strathcona and Fulton. They just weren't into that sort of thing. But that was my spiel because I loved listening to the Eskimos. I Actually, this is my second favorite weekend of the year, the Labor Day weekend. My favorite weekend was always the Thanksgiving weekend because it was the start of the NHL season. But you come from a different part of the world. <laughs> yeah, different part of the world, different do you think part the of the pa- country. Do, do you think the passion for hockey is greater? I mean, you, I mean, Ottawa is a political community uh, through thick and thin. Uh, is... Uh, do you think maybe there's more passion for hockey here? Absolutely. Yeah? Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. That government town vibe in Ottawa. I mean, they've been a franchise now for 26 years, heading into their 26th yeah. season. And you've just never felt that extreme passion aside from one season, and that was the season they made the Stanley Cup. That city went crazy. 2007. 2000, yeah, exactly. Things didn't work out, and it's just seemed ever since that season, they've gone back to just sort of a ho-hum city. I mean, look at the playoff run they had in uh, two Two. years back. Yeah. They were one goal away from going to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. And I mean, they weren't... With a very average team. Very average, and they couldn't even sell out games in the conference final. Now, was that a bit of a protest vote for the owner? With And we've kind of discussed this before, but they've kind of been down this path before there. I mean, do I like anybody? In that market, or has Melnick brought it? I, I know I've talked to media guys in Ottawa, and they brought up the term, he's like Elizabeth Taylor. He's always fighting. You know, she had eight different husbands or married Richard Burton twice, and, you know, it, he's had all this drama, and it started, you know, Danny Heatley. There was drama around him. Alfredson as a player. Alfredson as a manager. Uh, you know, now you have the situation with Carlson. You have the Hoffman-Carlson girlfriend-wife thing that is so bizarre. I can't even... I got to tell you that. I, I don't personally like talking about that side of things. Like, I like... All right. Focus on the ice. Focus on how hard guys work in practice. How they perform. Uh, are they selfish guys? Are they team guys? Uh, and I leave all that extraneous stuff because it, it, it just... It's all hearsay, and we don't really know. But I got to tell you, I've never heard a story that bizarre in my life with Hoffman and uh, and Carlson, and they're both probably going to ultimately be gone. Well, and add Mark Stone into the mix. Yeah, they signed him to a one one year seven. Oh no, no, they didn't sign him to him. I mean, you know what happened, Brad, Brad? They had no option. They're screwed on on this front. He, Pierre Dorian, who I who I know, he is conceivably going to be in a position. It is not out of the realm of possibilities over the next six months. It's almost certain he's got to trade Carlson. He's probably going to have to trade Mark Stone. And there's a distinct possibility 
but maybe Duchesne's attitude changes over time there, and he goes, I know you gave up a lot to get me, but he might have to trade Duchesne too. And then, to further compound matters, he gave away a first-round pick that could be applied in one of two years, and that could turn out to be the pick this year, which could be anywhere from, you know, looking at Ottawa's team, probably a top five to six pick. Now, they did draft fourth overall this year, and they did get Brady Kachuk's side. They did, and uh, that team is just in disarray, plain and simple. I mean, and then the stunt that Melnick pulled in the outdoor game yeah. against Montreal, saying, well, maybe time to move this team, or maybe Ottawa's not the right fit. It's never appropriate for an owner to come out and say that, let alone the magnitude of that game. And that was a game in a season of endless turmoil that the city actually did show up and filled Lansdowne Park and was ready to have a good night. And then Melnick comes out and says, well, we'll see. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm not too sure if we're going to stay here long term. What are you doing? How does that provide any encouragement to the fan base? See, I want Ottawa to have a team. and I do want Quebec City ultimately to get a team because I cannot fathom how the taxpayers can build a 100% taxpayer-built arena in Quebec City without an NHL team. A $400 million arena built 100% off the taxpayers' back in this country. And everybody knows uh, how these deals work, right? Like, they can sit there and say, well, it was municipal and provincial money. And it was municipal and provincial money, but where does the city get the money from? They get it from the province. And how does the reallocation of funds take place? Well, we think we know where the money to follow the money trail, which is why when we when I host the show, I say Bob Stoffer, I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. So there's full disclosure, and we tried it. You know what? We had Stu McDonald in yesterday. We read the most critical text we could get, but I I, I, I do find I do find it interesting. With uh, I I want Quebec City to get a team because I know they care. I know they care about hockey. And growing up as a teenager in the early '80s, watching Montreal and Quebec play, it was awesome. And I'd way rather see a team, in spite of the fact that they built a hundred percent taxpayer built arena. I'd still rather waste see a team in Quebec City than in Sunrise, Florida. Absolutely. Or in Raleigh, North Carolina. Just like I really don't... I know we got people, well, I can go to any game in Arizona, and it only costs me $40 a ticket to go to a game, and we can rent a suite for 1000 bucks. That's right, you can, and they're losing $50 million a year in that marketplace. They're getting shredded. It's And the rest... You know who pays for that? Oiler season ticket holders pay for that indirectly. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, that's and people say, well, wait a sec here. What about the Canadian assistance program? That was for Edmonton, 
Calgary and Ottawa in the early 2000s, right? Three years, those three Canadian teams got $3 million a year. That's $9 million total. I can tell you that since the 0405 lockout, be it the Edmonton Investors Group or, you know, the Oilers Entertainment Group, the Oilers would have contributed minimum three to four times that amount back into revenue sharing for the National Hockey League. So maybe we get to a point again where hockey isn't quite as passionate in the Canadian. I doubt it. But the point I'm making is I, I just think it's... There's certain Sunbelt markets in the U.S. that don't work, and I look at Ottawa, and I don't want to see that team move to Quebec City. If they're going to move a team, they have to move the Islanders, or better yet, move Carolina or move Florida. I totally agree, and I'll be in Ottawa later this evening, and in the coming weeks, I'll still be there. I'm interested to get the vibe of the city as we get closer to training camp and just see what's hear what's on the radio, see what's in the papers, and just talk to people that are there and get their vibe of... What's going to happen next? I mean, I'm like you. I don't want to see Ottawa leave. They nearly or could have left years back. They might just need, is it as simple as they need a different owner? Because there are, there are billionaire uh, businessmen in that region. They need a new owner and they need a new arena. They definitely need a new arena. For anybody that has never been there before, it's basically in Morinville. And there's one hotel adjacent to it. So you don't get to capitalize on all the unique beauty that Ottawa provides. And we're not talking about politics here. We're talking about the actual city itself. There's there's no appreciation for it, which is why downtown, I mean, we, we look at it already, and, and probably I would say 80% of the listeners to this show are probably pretty proud of what's been accomplished here in Edmonton. You're always going to have your 20% naysayers, right? Like that's that, that's going to ha- But the fact of the matter is, wait till the whole area is done, the revitalization of downtown, because it's not done yet, but it's well on its way. And for some of you, it might be a pain in the ass because you can't drive as quickly as you could through downtown Edmonton and that sort of thing. And maybe it shifted things a bit from Jasper Avenue to 104th Street, but we're going to look back at this 10 to 12, 15 years and say, Oh, man, this thing this has worked out pretty good. And Ottawa's fighting for it. You know who else is fighting for it? Calgary. Yeah, they need it, too. They need it, too, man. Ottawa has such a great uh, ability to move their arena with a beautiful piece of land that is so close to downtown in the Byward Market. And I feel like if they had an arena like we have here in Edmonton, it changes everything. Just the vibe of going to a game and being in that atmosphere rather than being stuck on the highway driving 45 minutes to an hour to some desolate location in the west end of the city. It completely changes the feel of going to a game and like a Saturday night hockey game and then being able to go to the Byward Market. You know, it's funny because uh, when we're in Arizona, we're in Glendale. And this year, uh, coming out of uh, the... Uh, New Year's Eve uh, night, uh, New Year's Day, we're flying to Arizona, which is going to be the host at, uh, in Glendale uh, of one of the two NCAA National Championship semifinals as part of the championship series. And the whole focus in that entire region will be on that game. And then the next night, the Oilers play the Coyotes. And there will be, conservatively, 3,500 to 4,000 Oilers fans at that game, just like in Vegas. And Vegas is, you know, first... Uh, pro team that Vegas has had. They've done a pretty good job there. But the first time we went there, there was over 6,500 Oilers fans at that game in Vegas. Second time we went there, there was about 3,500 Oilers fans, right? It's like uh, like Toronto helping Ottawa's market. Yeah. When the Leafs play on a Saturday night in Ottawa, it's probably 70-30 Toronto-Ottawa fan base. Yeah. 
filled. Now, do you think that's a, a, by, a byproduct of the Sens not, you know, recently being this past year being good and the Leafs are coming on and they're on the verge of being a pretty good club? No, because I've been going to games when I was it's, living it, there. It's been going on for since yeah. 92, 93. Yeah. You know, and the big part of that is how expensive it is to go to a game in Toronto. You can do everything. Eat, hotel, tickets, flight for maybe 75% of the cost of getting two tickets to a game in yeah. Toronto. Yeah. But, I mean, you watch a game on Hockey Night in Canada, you, you feel like the game is in Toronto. Right. It's not in Ottawa. All right, that's Brad Whisker. When we come back in orders now, he'll have NHL Today. It is brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino. they got April Wine Sunday night at the River Cree. They've also got Steve Earle and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road, September 23rd. You can email us at oilersnow at 630chad.com. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. My personal Twitter handle is Bob underscore stop. Uh, uh, you think I'd know my name by now? Bob underscore Stoffer. Um, Brad is at producer Brad W and Sportsnet Spec is roaring in the studio here in six minutes time. Courtesy of our friends from Horse Racing Alberta and the seven thousand men and women that uh, work in the Alberta horse racing industry. This is Oilers Now. Just going to read you a tweet here from Brad Ferguson, who's a local business guy here in town. At Canada underscore Ferg. Pipeline isn't approved after years and billions spent. Cannabis is approved after a stroke of a pen. Both are the result of political will. Well, I got to be honest. I thought they should have legalized pot a long time ago and taxed it, you know. But I did work as a tree planter for a number of years, so maybe that's not a surprise that I would have that political perspective. All right, let's get to NHL today. It is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Here's Brad Whisker. All right, thanks, Bob. The Philadelphia Flyers and winger Wayne Simmons have started talking about a new contract. Simmons heading into the final year of his current deal, which will pay him a shade under $4 million. The 30-year-old, who played in 75 games last season, scored 24 goals and added 22 assists. Unrestricted free agent Joel Ward is hoping to be offered a PTO ahead of the start of training camp. The 37-year-old has played for four teams in his NHL career, racking up more than 300 points. And in WHL news, the Edmonton Oil Kings have signed Carson Latimer and Kobe Verbicki. Latimer was the Oil Kings' third-round pick in the 2018 Bantam Draft, while Verbicki was the second-round pick. That's it. That's all, Bob. All right. Great stuff, Brad. Again, uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to have a couple different things going on. Adam Scorgi is going to be here. He was involved in uh, producing Making Coco, the Grant Fear documentary that is going to be uh, coming out. It's part of a couple different uh, film festivals. And based on Mark Spector's request, Jeff Perlman will join Speck and me on Tuesday's edition of Oilers Now, one of the uh, best sports writers out there ever. He's written some of the excellent books. He's got a terrific new book out on the USFL. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update, more on Kinder Morgan coming up with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.